one and all, back to another edition of the Bad Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus. Hey, you're joining me live in the Bad Comedy Studios, but I'm never alone with my boy, Joey LaFaro. Joe, say hello to people. Huh? Say hi, nigga. Oh, hi. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Joey LaFaro, it has been a long week, but we're back, my friend. Yes, we are. We're back here to have a whole bunch of fun with the people. Hopefully, we're joined later by our, our other co-host, Ms. Kansas. Yeah, that would be, that would be appreciated. That would be appreciated muchly. But we do have a special guest this week, Joe. Yes, we do. Joey, who is our special guest this week? Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to Mr. Mikhail Exum. Woo! Why'd you throw it to me? To, uh, you're, you really, are you that scared of the names now? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> I do it when I need to. You know? It's not even that hard. I never said it was that hard. I, I know his name is Mikhail. I, 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 I've known him for years. I know his name. Many years. Many years. We, we go back like like throwbacks. Okay. Yeah. You remember that yeah. spot we was at together at one time? Yeah, I was there. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, Joe. Welcome to the show, Mikhail. Welcome again, sir. Um, doing good, man. It's another another fun day here at Die Comedy, man. Another another happy Thursday. I just realized this podcast is gonna Tuesday. look is gonna look very different than it sounds. Why? Because he sounds like a very different age bracket in my <laughs> headphones when I'm not looking at him. He sounds older. <laughs> he he has an older man's voice. I'm 20. I'm just I'm 20 years old. 20 years old. Okay. Hey. You can you can be 20 and sound 30. It's, it's just a matter of it's just a matter of opinion. I'm not trying um, to rush. <laughs> take your time, man. Take your time. But get you get you an older lady with that voice. That's the that's the voice you get you get Miss Margaret with. <laughs> she'll bake you a good pie i guarantee that <laughs> all i gotta do is sing frank sinatra and she's mine there you go yeah. there you go oh man but, it, but joey man it's been a week man it's been a long week dude what happened this week uh nothing to me oh this week was this why week was, was it long it just seemed long it seemed like like i said it was thursday but that thursday is when we do uh comedy shows near me yes it is and um it seemed like it's just been a long time since we did the podcast. It does. I can see it, that. It just okay. feels that way. Like it's, it feels like a week has been longer than time than normal. Um, but I blame my job for it mostly. Uh, you know my job, Joey. Yes, I'm the head of uh, retail compliance at a local retailer. Um, compliance. <laughs> I give a title that makes that makes no sense for people who don't pay attention. Ah, uh, <laughs> got it. Yeah. I'm, I, so I, I have to go to work every day, but these people just don't seem to listen to me. Mm. You ever had a person just tell you, uh, re, I said, repeat back to me what I just told you. And they tell you something completely different. <laughs> like it, like I, I told, I told, I told a department head today, mm-hmm. not today. It was like two days ago. Mm. I was like, okay. Um, here's what I need you to do. I need you to make sure that you check dates in your department. I need you to make sure your floor is clean. I need you to make sure that your that your back room is is restocked properly. She said, "Okay." Okay. I said, "Repeat back to me what you said. What I just said." She said, "Clean up your back room." That is not what the fuck I said, dude. <laughs> I, I'm 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 like I don't I don't understand how people can be slow, but be paid as well. 
wait, is there like a pause or is it that quick? That quick. So she has a pre-recorded set of, yeah. she wasn't necessarily, I'm not listening. These are the automatic responses. Yes. She gave me an auto response. Just pick the number and throw it at you. Yeah. It's like, it's that, that's so different. your employee is Alexa. Is what yes. You're telling me. Yes. But she's she's a little bit dumber. Like a lot of bit. Like a so whole. Alexis. Alexis. <laughs> she's not Alexa. She's an Alexis. <laughs> Order her off of Wish. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, man, it's just people making my life difficult, dude. Mm. My job difficult. I'm, I, I'm, fi- I'm finally learning that um, I was I was a good person in life. So, because remember, why do you say it like it's posthumously? Like, what? Because <laughs> people make it seem like I was a bad human being. People tell you me, like like, huh? What was that now? You said they're like you're dead. Nah, okay, I'm sorry. Like I okay, I say was at in the in the in the terms of like I used to be bad. I've been the same person for 38 years now. I think I'm a different person. I think I'm the same person. Joe, you've known me for how long now? 10 years? Yeah, about about 10 years. Have I changed? Do we need to have a 10-year friend anniversary? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, for? we need a decaversary. <laughs> we need to get the decaversary on. Um, but you've known me for 10 years. Have I changed, Joey? In ten years, yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, am I meaner? No. Am I nicer? Am I more patient? I think you are. Yeah, it's because I'm a dad. Well, it it fluctuates. It depends on the day. Yeah, because I'm like, still an generally, asshole. generally you <laughs> are. But those things that like didn't bother you that much when I met you, now you don't have any more patience for because it's been ten <laughs> years more of whatever it was. So yes. those fuses are basically gone. Yes. But the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. I, like your starting fuse is longer, <laughs> but the things that were already getting burnt are now nubs. Nubs. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So so you mean blue <laughs> and my baby mama. Two people <laughs> who frustrate me more than anything on earth. I don't, I don't, even, I don't even understand how I allow those two people to frustrate me as much as they do. Because they, they don't have anything to do with my day-to-day life. Has Blue frustrated you recently? Yes, he did. That te- that message he sent, that, uh, that sent to, to a friend of ours, that frustrated me. You know uh, why? Because nobody asked that question. So, Mikhail, we used to have a another uh, an intern on the podcast uh, who, who we used to refer to as Blue. Now, uh, Blue had this habit of like telling really long story like unnecessarily long stories <laughs> and we would just be like why 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 did you feel the need you, to tell us that you want to hear the equivalent that i made up mikhail what's the equivalent blue storytelling was the equivalent of going from dc to baltimore and instead of taking 95 you take route one that was my analogy first. That was of all. me. Stealing Stop jokes. stealing my jokes. God damn it, Joey. Definitely. This is the dot comedy podcast. This is the funny guy. I said it jokes. first. Yeah, I definitely said it. I we, said it first. You stole it. And from we me. have a recording, so we can go back and find it. <laughs> anyway, we don't need to be here or there. Yeah. Here's the point. Blue had a habit of putting his foot in his mouth, and then uh he, he hasn't been part of the podcast for a while, but recently our other co-host, Candace August, who is not gonna be with us tonight for uh, undisclosed reasons. Um, <laughs> she posted a she, a thing on her Instagram the other day saying, "Oh, here's a link. 
send me anonymous questions and then I won't know who asked it. And I was like, and I ignored it because I was like, but I was like, you're just asking for people to yeah, send for trouble. Yeah, you're asking all kinds of shit, and you never know who said it. Yeah, yeah. Get, send me basically send me hit on me in the weirdest fucking way you've ever wanted to. <laughs> a, a lot of a lot of like white guys asking if they can uh, jerk off on her feet. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, I'm positive of that. that is I've seen I've seen a couple of those like ask me anonymous questions, and I always use them to write just the wildest shit I can. Yeah. <laughs> so. Our 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 friend said he wanted her to play "Fuck Mary Kill" with me, DJ Marcus, and uh, Jesse Rivas, who co-hosts uh, has co-hosted, co-hosted with us before. So uh, this apparently has angered Marcus. Yeah, it angers me. <laughs> Why? Why does it anger you that he asked that question? Because he opened up a can of worms. He opened up, he opened me up to ridicule. Because if you don't ask the question, the question doesn't need to be responded to. Are you mad because you didn't get any out of this whole thing? Did you get killed? It sounded like you got killed. <laughs> Not only did I get killed, I got murder. She said murder, Marcus. You know how much different murder is and kill murder is a lot. Well, murder is a lot more personal, you know. Yeah. At least there was some type of it's also more violent, but you know, that's from more passion. So, you know. I never understood that fucking game anyway. Are you not fucking the husband? Are you like no, or, you, you you slow fuck him? Or is a yeah. fuck that is like just a side dude? So it should yeah. be side dude marry kill. Side yeah. dude marry kill. But you but I, that still seems lopsided. Why you gotta kill? Why you gotta kill the one you. that you're not gonna do? Not gonna have sex with. with. I, don't I don't I and and maybe it's just because I've got uh chosen for kill uh one too many times. I, I just think the game is dumb. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it should be uh it should be a uh, side dude marry fuck and murder. Why <laughs> because because that way at least they have to think twice about who they kill, right? Like, okay. Now it's betraying, it's like oh I, I'd fuck him, but I wouldn't want anyone to know about it. Like that's <laughs> now you're putting that in that in Ooh. the mix. That, that, that's a good a twist. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to result in a different answer, but it definitely makes it more fun for the people who get killed. It's like, oh, yeah. I, but I went out in style. You know, you like just, it's just something you can take away. You just don't want nobody to know you want this dick. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's going to create a lot of like, if, if little kids started playing that, they'd be like, damn, why won't my crush kill me? Like, that shit was going to hold I think that's how we evolved the game for 2022. That's 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 yeah. the woke, that's the woke version of fuck me. <laughs> this way, everyone, no one's offended. No one gets offended on that one. I mean, everyone probably gets offended, but <laughs> they were going to be more, offended but, anyway. But it's more equal. Yeah. It's more equal. Oh man! So, anything happened to you this week, man? Me, Joey. I'm oh. sorry. Uh, yeah, I wasn't sure who you're talking to either. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I pushed a sled today. Okay. And my it's leg snowing. And my leg didn't explode. So okay. Uh, you gotta talk- go back to the sled part though, because there's different types of sleds. I well, I I play I I consider myself a football player. Like I, I I'm not I I'm not fully retired yet. I'm just injured hiatus status. Uh, so you going back out on the gridiron? It's the only place I don't get hurt. 
for some reason I do I try to do anything else like just live my life I get hurt like literally yesterday I got I went home right I sat down on my stool at my desk and somehow my ankle skin got caught between the pneumatic <laughs> part of the top and the bottom and pinched my ankle that's the dumbest way to get hurt in the history of time. I mean, God don't like you. But I push. But I, <laughs> but I play football. I play a massive contact sport, or I do football type maneuvers, and I'm fine. True, but God don't like you. But that's stool, though. <laughs> I just have to keep fighting like a gladiator until I die. Otherwise, I will die. It's like it's those. It's it's the curse. It's the curse of the gladiator. But when you did the gladiator sports, you you got hurt too. I got hurt because I switched to jujitsu, and I thought jujitsu would be lower because jujitsu it's not explosive. Well, it is at times, but it's not as consistently like you'd think in a collision sport mm-hmm. like football, where everything is explosive, explosive, explosive. You'd have more more injuries, and you usually do. Usually. But- yeah, usually it's um, it's when I uh, don't do it. I don't know. Don't oh. do it. <laughs> you don't want us to get canceled. I wasn't even gonna it. go there with yeah, it. You're gonna go all bad. I think it's because I was still talking, thinking about jujitsu. But uh, so I played. So the football stuff usually, you know, like I said, you you know, you you if you want to tear a piece of paper, you rip it really fast. You know. Yeah. Or you tear a piece of tape, you got to tear it really fast, or you get stuck halfway and it all gets fucked up, right? Okay. So I thought doing jujitsu, it's more fluid, and I thought they would be able to sense the injury coming more, and then there'd be less risk of injury. No. 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 Well, obviously, <laughs> obviously not. Like, right? Like that's I clearly not true. I don't even like the fact that you thought that was logical. <laughs> <laughs> that made- <laughs> I got tricked. I got lulled into a false sense of security because at our at our gym when we train, you they don't pair idiots together. Like they don't pair novices who don't know what they're doing together, okay. right? Yeah. But when you go to a competition, it's all about being against the same level, and people on my level are dumb. Okay. That's the level where everyone just wants to hurt somebody. Yeah. Well, there's some of that, but I think a lot of it is like you, there's a safe way to, there's, there's doing things in a way that you're executing the maneuver. And then there's just like, you know, uh, spazzing out and just like freaking out. Like white belts like panic a lot. And so they just do weird fucking shit because they don't know what they're supposed to do. And that's where you get hurt because they're doing random wild shit. And that's how I got hurt. Like, like I was about to choke this dude, and he like freaked out. Instead of <laughs> instead of like working out of the way he's supposed to, he just got into this really weird position, and and then it like and then we tipped over, and my hip broke. I'd have passed out on you. Like I'd have, I'd have fainted in the middle of the mat just to see what <laughs> but happened. Then you would have lost. Like, nope, <laughs> that's how the rules work. Go limp. Then I'm just gonna all all that's gonna happen if you go limp is. I'm already, I already like, like spooning you from behind. Like, you're, you're so already, you fuck me? basically, like my arm, here it is. If I wrap my arm around you like this, and you're trying to prevent me from choking you with my armpit, uh, 
if you go limp, I still could just tighten that up. Like that's all. It's not. That's not going to help so you like, very. Much. So if the body goes limp, that's supposed to be like indicating that the person is unconscious. You still just going to keep choking? No, it indicates that the person uh, has came and therefore they lost. That that's that's, that's what happens after. That is not right. <laughs> so. Um. <laughs> Especially when you're doing shirts versus skins over in the jiu-jitsu. Things wrong with that. Uh, first of all, <laughs> and, oh, that, that sounded horrible. <laughs> it, 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 it's really gay. I mean, it's and it's, what's worse. I don't know if you ever came before, but you didn't lose. If you did, um, <laughs> you came. You didn't lose. Not in this one. <laughs> Not uh, when there's a referee. Um, <laughs> no, sometimes I watch Ultimate Fighter. Uh, Ultimate surrender on uh mm-hmm. Pornhub, and there's a referee. And the person who comes first wins. No, the person who comes first. No, I don't know. I don't, I don't watch Ultimate Surrender too, and whoever loses is the one who gets fucked. <laughs> Therefore, yeah, yeah. See, I, I'm right. I it's hate exactly all of this conversation. Uh, you're done yet? <laughs> you haven't gotten there. You yet. haven't gotten to that part of the internet yet. That is a. That's like that's. No, I'm saying I hate that I have, and I understand. Oh, <laughs> well, you've been through a pandemic. <laughs> you were you were aged up a little bit because of the pandemic. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody became a uh, a Great Depression character <laughs> for a year and a half during the pandemic. So you have some of that. Oh, tiny Tim, <laughs> you know, in your in your life, that's all. Yeah, and I mean, Ultimate Surrender was more or less just just the the, the evolution of uh, pro wrestling fans. No, I'm, yeah. Just, yeah. I'm just trying to figure out if we were going to talk about this anyway, or if the fact that Candace ended up not being here tonight is the reason we got into this discussion. <laughs> I don't think we would have got to Ultimate Surrender, depending on what shirt she was wearing. If she was trying to impress our guests, and she was wearing oh, one of her scoop necks with her. With, with 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 the twins poking out, we we would be talking about that for at least two minutes. Well, there's that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, but Miguel, anything happened to you this week, man? I'm not much, man. I've been uh, I've been really focusing on writing, uh, making music. It's been pretty dull. I knocked the kid out with Six Flags. Um. Oh my! Oh, not much, not much. At six, w- 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 okay. Six What's with you and David and getting in these fights? Okay, first of all, uh, little bastard deserved it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. He, uh, I, I, what he did, what he did was, huh? I can agree so far. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, a, I was at Six Flags, and I don't, I don't like roller coasters, and I made it very, um, I, like I didn't act like a fool, but I just very calmly let everybody know. That if they got me on the roller coaster, I was going to cuss everyone out. Okay. And this got to be thirteen-year-old white kid uh, got on the ride with me, and he sat beside me. And I warned him in advance. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to cuss you out. I don't like roller coasters. I get afraid. So as the ride drops, I'm cussing him out. I'm just I'm I'm not saying anything like mean. Oh, you're. I'm, I hope your parents are divorced. That's all I said. Uh, and and maybe maybe. In retrospect, maybe it was because the ride had looped and he was trying to say no or something like that. But I heard the N word. <laughs> <laughs> I just okay. coincidentally on the next loop, I just let my hand fly, and uh, yeah, he, 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 
He came is, on ride. Was this, <laughs> was this individual part of your group, or was he just a random passerby that ended up sitting next to you? He was. I don't know who he was. <laughs> <laughs> All I know um, is I, just, I never, I never got off a ride that fast. <laughs> I just, wow. Yeah. That is funny as hell. Because I mean, last time we went to Six Flags, did, did, there weren't any like incidents, were there, Joey? What incidents? We got drunk. We had a few drinks, but we didn't. We didn't Six yeah. yeah, they have uh, alcohol in Six Flags. Oh yeah, twenty. You're twenty. Uh, damn be it. glad that shit was not worth it. Like, you have to have bank. You can't just be twenty-one. Like you need to have bank. Those shits. You gotta have money too. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> It wasn't a cheap drink. It wasn't. It wasn't like I paid for six flags and got two dollar drinks. And you're and you're choosing this life of comedy and shit. I don't know if you're gonna have. <laughs> well, I do other stuff. Okay, okay, good, good. We'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. Because <laughs> we want to know what else you do. Because this comedy thing, <laughs> two broke comics on this I, side. I, I, do, I do worry about you sometimes. <laughs> Oh man! All comics seem to have day jobs. Like I've noticed that most comics have day jobs, or second jobs, or or comedy. Day <laughs> usually, usually day job. What's your real hustle? Yeah, where you really get checked out? Because this is a side hustle. Oh man! Oh man! But yeah, man, we're gonna take a quick break, Joe. Yes. We go sit down and talk to Mikhail a little bit. Found a song for our for our break here. I found a good one. Okay. Glad you did. It's called Petrified. Mm. It's about Fort Minor. Wow. So on the soundtracks for Die Comedy, uh, the uh, the Rising Tide album, Fort Minor. You need to get it. If you haven't got it, get it, folks. But we'll be back in a minute with more fun and more thrills. What was that? Fort Minor. Fort Minor. Fort Minor. And we're back in the Comedy Podcast. This same Comedy Podcast is brought to you by CPMMA. That's right, CPMMA, the home of Fighting College Park. That's right, and also the sponsor of the CPMMA MMA Fight Line. You can get yourself. A nice ass kicking at CPMMA. Oh, you kick somebody's ass. Joey LaFaro's almost healed. And you know what happens when Joey LaFaro gets healed? Ass whooping's gonna come. Because I've been advertising it for much, Joey LaFaro. They're coming for you, brother. Get yourself ready. Get yourself down to CPMMA. Get yourself one of them classes. See Josh. See uh, Bianchi Zimmerman. The Nappy Ninja. The, 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 the highest paid, most laid MMA fighter in the DMV. Bianchi Zimmerman. My guy. Come on down to CPMMA today. And hey, we're back in the Dak Company Podcast. DJ Marcus, Joey LaFaro. You like the song, Joey? No, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Why not? It makes me think of the song that would play while I was being chased down the hallway by a clown with an axe. Yeah, it does have that vibe. It's 100%. I don't know how they made that into a beat, but this is what that sounds like. I can see the fisheye lens of you running down a hallway and the clown coming behind you. And that's not, I don't like running. So that's what, that's the thing that bothers me the most is the fact that they're putting me in a situation where I have to run. 
It does sound like a clown murder song. It does sound like a clown oh. murder song. I, I can't lie. The whole idea of running away from the clown feels like the music video. It is. I, I think feel it. like I need to make the video <laughs> just with the just to have like, like I make a whole movie just to have this scene in it. Oh, okay. oh yeah. If it was a music video, though, it would just be the whole music video would be like running and then hiding from the clown. And it keeps like poking its head out through doors. And then the person thinks they've hidden, and they go, and then like the clown pops in, like ah, and then they gotcha, and then it like freaks out, no, and it runs away again. And and the, you know what the song is saying? Why is everybody so petrified? The clown is just confused because people are <laughs> running away from it. This, this is this whole- got an axe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man, but Joey Lafaro, DJ Marcus here in the building, and our special guest this week, Mikhail. That's oh, right. me. Hey man, welcome to the show. Want to sit down and have a conversation with you? Introduce you to the Dot Comedy family, the world as it is. The world, so ah. all, uh, yeah, it's worldwide. Uh, we we got listeners, listeners in Scandinavia now, don't we, Joey? Okay, I think we got what? two or three listeners in Scandinavia. <laughs> uh, can't corroborate that. I haven't been uh, checking. You ain't checked the, check the metrics. No, no, no they're, they're here because I'm here. I got some people hey. in Scandinavia. All right, see, I, I can see that. I can see that too. That, and, that and voice. See, see, see that he being popular with the Swedes. <laughs> the Swedes love him. And Swedes. there's one village in in uh, in Siberia that loves him. Oh yeah, that by by far probably. So. They misspell his name a lot. But... <laughs> Again, anything with an M, that's me. There you go. <laughs> oh man, so Mikael, tell us about yourself, man. Where you from? Where you been? Man, I'm uh I'm from D.C. Um, born and raised. Uh, I just. What does my resume say? I just uh, left the Duke Ellington School for the Arts. Uh, after oh, training, yeah, I trained in uh, the acting for four years. Uh, and then, you know, because I always saw acting in theater as like this art form that you could really, you know, change the world through telling stories and inspire change and all this shit. And then I woke up and I was like, man, I, I want to tell dick jokes. So uh, I decided okay. to become a comedian. Uh, uh, but outside of that, I still act. So actor a rap now make music actor rapper comedian uh mm-hmm. also part-time gigolo if all of this doesn't work out so hey, hey, there you go hey yeah. sometimes when you can't sling jokes sling dick uh it does hey, work you know and that I, i've earned it <laughs> you know that only fans doesn't count as gigolo work it's not the same thing like no 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 i'm see, that's what's okay. wrong with the new generation I, i'll put because the guild will come after you the gigolo guild doesn't appreciate no. when people try no. to pass I respect the craft. I'll do my work. <laughs> you, put, you put in your time. <laughs> yeah. I'll pay my dues. <laughs> oh, man. So, so you've been doing com- how long have you been doing comedy for? I started last March officially. I've been writing for about uh, two or three years now. Okay. All right. So, I mean, what? Okay. So, I asked, I asked, I asked most comics this question. You're younger, so you probably you, you probably haven't didn't get into comedy the same way a lot of them do. A lot of comics co- tell me that the reason they got into it is because some some tragic situation happened. Uh, they got into it because of some woman broke their heart and they wanted to tell people about it and laugh at her. And then and then others tell me that oh their dad died and they want to do it in remembrance of them. And then others others tell me they didn't really dare. And so so what was your entrance? What what, what was what was you what were you looking at going? Hey, you know what? I could go up on that stage and uh, make some people laugh. Money. Um, 
<laughs> that works? No, uh, I I don't know. When I was younger, I always knew I was going to entertain. Uh, and at first I thought I was going to be a singer. And then I heard my voice when I tried to sing. And I said, you know what? That's pretty funny. And then boom, now I'm a comedian. Uh, okay. So it just seemed like the natural path. Yeah. Path of least resistance. Yeah. Plus people kept saying I was annoying. So I thought, you know, I might as well get paid for it. <laughs> Oh man! So, who are some of your comedy influences, man? You you went to you went to Duke Ellington. Uh, so I oh. guess um, <laughs> I guess uh, one of my comedy mentors uh, was I was blessed enough to meet and talk to Chappelle. Okay. Uh, so, in terms of what I want to do, integrity wise with comedy, Dave Chappelle. In terms of the business mind behind it, Kevin Hart. In terms of joke writing, Eddie Griffin. Uh, performance uh topics uh eddie murphy i i bounce i bounce around and one of my favorites uh my current favorites uh recently passed away jack knight so i didn't know him never met him but so rest in peace as a fan he was he was a brilliant comic uh yeah people like him awesome man. Like awesome. That list. nobody else matters to me though um <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's that's a lot of people you're leaving out there. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not. Yeah, they're not I'm them. Not. I got you. I understand completely. Oh yeah. man, so so you you started doing you started doing stand up. Um, yeah. Now have, have you have you done any acting? That, that, okay. uh, yeah, I've done two movies. Okay. Um, that are not out yet. They're being edited. I'm doing a. I'm working on a movie that I'm pretty sure I'm not supposed to talk about. Uh, as a comedic writer, and okay. I am going to be starring in a play called The Intruders in September. More details can be heard about that in my uh, Instagram at okay. Mr. X. Yeah. Okay. And Joe, he's very accomplished for like 20 years younger than you. I'm still poor. It's okay. <laughs> Hey, you don't have to be rich in this business. This, that, the rich people are the ones that pay for all the things. We why, do. why? This is like this is like my care. This is like what I should have been doing if I wasn't uh, full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like if I had actually given a crap about my dreams coming out of high school, then I, I would be doing all this shit. But instead, I've done some of it. Yeah, you, you, I mean, you're on Veep. I've done a movie, kinda. <laughs> I wrote one that never saw the light of day. I mean, you met me. Like yeah. most people, I, I my dream and met met <laughs> Starstruck production near you. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Starstruck Productions, there's all those are always fun. Yeah. Uh, all right, so so where can people find you, Mikhail? Uh, on Instagram, mostly is where I produce content and keep uh, people updated on. What I'm working on, uh, that's at M R E X U M, uh, Mr. Exum. It's a, it's a picture, it's a purple guy. Uh, if you look closely, I'm the guy. I thought it looked good, but then uh, other people didn't agree. So I, I left it as a profile picture, but until I get a better picture, that's no, the one. Okay. Is it you as Thanos? No, no, it was uh, it was me doing comedy, and uh, and I, I thought it looked like I looked like professional, it was my second show ever. Uh, and then a close friend of mine reached out and said, I look constipated and that I'm trying to smile so that people can't tell that I'm constipated. Uh, <laughs> All right. Your friend's doing too much. This isn't that bad a photo. It's it's a good photo. See? I've seen a lot worse. I've taken a lot worse. But no, it was, 
I was that I think having that though, I feel like everyone has to have a friend that keeps them humble. Uh, and if that could be my job, then I would quit comedy today. I would <laughs> that does seem like a dream job. Yeah, I'm I'm that friend for Joey. Yeah, Joey gets Joey gets real yeah. real oh. big headed. And no I matter how much you do, you still ain't shit. Like you need someone to tell you that. I I have to remind him every every couple months. You do a podcast in my house. <laughs> <laughs> just just so he remembers who he is. Just oh there. man. Oh, man, but you're going to hang out with us again in some of these topics, man? Of course. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Joey. Yeah. What's going on in this world, man? The world keeps turning, and I keep burning. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't keep burning. I ain't got no There's uh, There's problems. some diseases on the rise. Uh, <laughs> I, like I say I'm not burning, but then you say diseases on the rise. There's diseases on the rise. <laughs> I can't be held accountable for my comedic talent. Uh, there is... Uh, Sorry, uh, Will Smith finally uh, put out an apology. Will Smith oh, finally showed up. To I don't know if it was an apology or a Q&A. It was kind of weird. Uh, yeah. And uh, R.I.P. Nichelle Nichols, uh, the Star Trek stars, passed away at 89. Oh, man. Oh, man. We're going to talk about that and a whole bunch more. We get back with more fun, more thrills on the That Comedy Podcast. I'm just And we're back on the Dot Comedy Podcast. This segment of Dot Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Comedy Shows Near Me. Come on down every Thursday to McGinty's Public House in downtown Silver Spring and get yourself a laugh or two with Comedy Shows Near Me. It is a fun night for the family, for the friends, for anybody on a date trying to figure out what to have a date night on a Thursday. Comedy Shows Near Me is the place to be. We have some of the funniest comics in the DMV doing their damnedest to make you laugh every week. So come on out to McGinty's Public House every Thursday. Show starts at 8, doors open at 7.30. We are Comedy Shows Near Me, and Comedy Shows Near Me is us. Come on out and have a fun time with us. I like how my, I like how my face on the flyer is in the same place as it would be on, uh, on a stream. <laughs> that is interesting. A pretty good avatar. As soon as it goes away, just, just same face. <laughs> nice placement, Joey Lafaro. Oh man, oh man, Joey, we're back on the Dak Comedy Podcast. We're gonna get into some of these topics, man. A few of them are a little sad, man. Mm. I'm a little sad by them. Sad? I'm a little sad. Mm. First one, uh we you, you mentioned it to me during the pre-show. Mm-hmm. You 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 lambasted a black legend. Yeah, legend really. A black legend in the legend. black community. He is a legend in the black community. Joe. There would be no black community if it wasn't for this. I don't man. feel like there's any mystery to allow him to be a legend. Like I feel like we know exactly what we're getting. Listen, a legend. all right. That's what so here's the thing. Keenan Thompson's gonna hit his 20th season on SNL this fall. Good job, Keenan. And it will be the best. Season. One job. 
20 years at one job. Good job for showing up. <laughs> How many years you got at your job, Joey? Uh, 10. Yeah, 10 in? Yeah. Think you'll get to 20? If I want to, but I don't want to. <laughs> if, if I'm still at this job in 10 more years, I've I failed. I failed is <laughs> everything I want to accomplish in life. Okay, so how, so what is the average SNL writer slash performer? How many years do they usually do? I don't know. I would say about four. They do it like high school. Well, a lot of them are good enough to graduate onto other bigger things. <laughs> Keenan got a show. Keenan, yeah. Where? The Keenan show. It's on. I think it's on Peacock. Is it still on Peacock? I think it's possible. <laughs> like. I like the word, the keywords that are all happening. Possibly, it, it there was a thing, was <laughs> it, it, it maybe might could be <laughs> the Keenan show. I remember, I remember it very vaguely. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. Yep he he still has his show. There you go. Okay. So Keenan Thompson was in an interview, and I think he who was his interview with it was the Breakfast Never Club. Never mind. I take that back. Uh, he got canceled uh, after oh. two seasons. Thank you. Thank you. Case in point. (laughs) He recently appeared on Charlemagne the God's Hell of a Week interview show. The Hell of a Week show. Where he addressed the long-standing rumors that SNL creator Lorne Michaels might leave the show after his 50th anniversary season in Mm 2024-2025. Thompson's longest-running cast member in the show's history thinks Michael's departure could logically mean the end of the show itself, and he's okay with it. There could be a lot of validity to that rumor because 50 is a good number to stop at. Thompson went on. That's an incredible package. He will probably be probably close to 80 years old at that point. And, you know, he's the one who had this touch on the whole thing. Thompson thinks that Michael's departure might give NBC an excuse to slash the budget, and that could affect the quality. At that point, you can, can't can really do the same kind of, t- of show. Mm-hmm. So that's unfair to watch it just really go down kind of in flames for real because of those restrictions. Or you could just make the show good again because it hasn't been jack shit for the last 10 years. Did you say the quality? <laughs> How could the quality get worse? I don't it could get worse. If he has if he if if Laura Michaels has uh, has all we need control is a big white guy to <laughs> to to, to, to to have his voice crack scream and jump through a table and SNL will be all right again. That is not all SNL. Well, that is. No. no needs, SNL, SNL. Needs, Chris um, Far- that's how Chris Farley built built the 90s SNL legend. <laughs> one one pre-cut table at a time. <laughs> well, we, I mean, I look I look at SNL from from a from an older perspective. I was I was there in the beginning. I was there. I was there at the beginning. I was. I was Were a, you? I was around. Then. You know, it started in the seventies. I was born in the eighties. I was around the beginning. Man. So was I. Yeah. See, it, it wasn't that far started. Okay. But I was around during the Eddie Murphy era. That's now. Okay. And Eddie Murphy did did a thing where he kind of threw it on his back and mm-hmm. made it special. Yeah. But it's always been under the guide of Lauren Michaels. Yeah, that would. So happen. even when it's good, bad, or indifferent, it's still Lauren Michaels at the head. I'm saying he probably should have retired like 10 years ago when it stopped being good. Has it really stopped being good? I mean, they still have some good skits and moments. 
they have good moments now. But see that that wasn't. It's not like it was like it. That was the launch pad for so many careers. Yeah. So long. But well, we need think, a new launch pad. Then. We do need a new launch pad. No, which no, it's one I think they and, should use. And we had one. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if the if the Daily Show is a Daily Show was for a little while, uh-huh. and then I don't know. I has have I haven't I haven't are there any is anyone come yeah. out of the Trevor Noah era? Roy Wood Jr. What else has Roy Wood done though? Roy Wood does stand. He Roy does. Uh, Roy Wood does stand up all over the place. That's not about stand up though. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, before they were yeah, I'm talking about like movie stars. Roy Wood does like I think I just saw him do a documentary. He has like a, his own pot. I don't know if it's a podcast or a show, but Roy Roy Wood's doing some stuff outside of comedy now, like yeah. Empire wise. Okay, and who's that? Who's the white guy in? Um, I'm just saying that. And the, and what was that? What was that last Kevin Hart movie where he was he was dumb and he was in school? Uh, which one? The one with him and Tiffany Haddish. Night oh, school. school. Night, night school. school. Night school. The dude, the white guy that was in night school. Um, the old white guy who said he wanted to graduate. He he was in night school, so his son wouldn't wouldn't drop out of school. No idea. I forgot his name. He's 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 he plays the dumb white guy in a bunch of stuff. You remember him, Joe? I don't know. I never saw that movie. Why didn't you see Night School? Because I haven't had time. I can't watch every Kevin Hart movie it's ever made. He makes 142 things a year. No, you got to. I I watch every movie he does. Thank you. (laughs) Love it or hate it, I watch it so I can hate on it. Um, I've never. I've never. I'm not a person who doesn't. But you, I don't want to. I don't want to be a person who hates. I like Kevin Hart. I want to remember him the way he was when he when like on his first couple specials. I couldn't stop laughing. I don't want to remember him like he wanna, was in I don't fucking 40 year old oversaturated virgin. shit he's been cranking out. I want to remember him as he was in 40 year old virgin. He was yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Kevin and I have this special relationship um where like he'll promote his stuff and then I'll 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 you know message him uh personally. <laughs> now he won't open it, but I believe he reads it. Um <laughs> if I could uh just pull up one of our many conversations that you know me and Mr. Hart have had. Um <laughs> no, because it's a special, it's a special like give and take, um, more so give than take. Uh, he, <laughs> the the last movie uh that he started promoting, uh it was him and Mark Wahlberg, me time. I had to let him know. I said, Oh wow, big man Kevin Hart working with Mr. Wahlberg. Well, guess what? I worked with Joey, so be that. Um, <laughs> one thing I said to him. Uh, he said, uh, I, this is when he dropped True Story. Wow. Uh, number one show on Netflix. I bought myself a new ride. Uh, took a drive around Philly. Right? Okay. I swiped up. Uh, cool. I just dropped a new skit. Uh, I bought a Metro Pass. Uh, I, went from, <laughs> I went from one stop to the other. Uh, you're like me. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a lot of, a lot of, a lot of good messages. I said, "Fuck you." <laughs> Say that. I said, I "Also said I'm coming for you." Uh, then I said, "Fuck you again." I said, "You know, fuck you. I'm coming. Fuck you. I'm coming." That actually looks like I'm saying something else. 
Here's the thing. I can't. I I seriously hope it gets to the point where like you actually meet him and he goes to add you and you realize you already follow you and he goes back and reads all this shit. <laughs> like he just signs a contract to have you open for him and then he reads all these like so much money and then he goes, man, let me let me reach out to him, make sure he has all the detail. And it's just for years. I'm not stopping to until I meet him. <laughs> You stop. You, you all of a sudden just go, all right, I'm going to unsend all this shit. <laughs> no, it, it has, it has to, so here's the thing. Actually, if you want to get all this to him, you should just send this to The Rock and then he'll read it to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you just put, hey, say this to Kevin. <laughs> hey, say all of this to Kevin. I've recently gotten, um, and I don't want to put too many things out there, but I, with Chappelle, I recently uh, reconnected with him and, and maybe possibly I'm going to start working my way up to hopefully show him some comedy. And if that leads to me uh, meeting Kevin, uh, then that's probably the fastest way I see him seeing those messages. Okay. Uh, and if that is the case, then, you know, I'll be right there if you guys need a third member because I'll be barred from Hollywood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we'll, we'll stick you right in the middle. I can see this scenario <laughs> where, because Kevin's always the one doing some fucking dumb shit like he did with the thing with the goat to Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah. He's the one who's gonna do that kind of shit to Kevin. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that happening. Like, uh, that would be hilarious. Yeah, it's like, why are you always one up me? <laughs> <laughs> because you're winning too much, and I don't like it. <laughs> He's like a foot tall. I, I'm very, I'm very motivated by spite. Like you guys asked me to be on a podcast, I started working to build my own podcast. I'm so like. <laughs> They're gonna put out a, a defeated podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be called Comedy Dot. <laughs> I love the fact that we always are an inspiration for people thinking they could do the shit we do. Yeah, I'm like they don't yeah. seem like they're good at that shit, but they do it. I can do that. I never what said I was gonna be good at it. I'm just gonna try. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it was not even you. It's like that seems to be a common thread. Like, oh yeah, people see us do stuff and then go. I could do that, and I'm like, I don't like, I don't like that. I don't like, I don't like well, being the uh, having that the the trigger for that thought. No, not even a little bit. We hate it here at that comedy. That's why. That's why we're <laughs> we, we've had a continuous battle with uh, what's what's old Mike B's podcast or show. But him and him and him and two him and two broads. It's something, something he's on. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Mike B has a show, and then uh, then it's Eddie just his Instagram live. Oh. Well, 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 fuck Mike B in his Instagram live. I'm, I'm just, I'm just a human being, Joey Lafaro. At the end of the day, I'm a human being, and I'm trying my best here to be, to be the best man I can be. So, uh, loyally, oh my god, at Eddie Lyles, I say hello, sirs, and uh, and I don't like either one of you, but I, 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 I say it in love, I say it in love, Joey. Joey always looks at me. Joey looks serious whenever I say fuck a comic. Like, because I'm the one that actually has to deal with them in the real world. <laughs> I deal with them too. I'm at these shows with you. You're the reason I don't get booked anywhere. That is not fucking true. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. <laughs> but what else is going on in the world, Joe? Uh, speaking of shitty apologies, uh, Will Smith. Okay. Uh, finally has put out a video yeah. of himself answering questions. An apologetic tone. It's what the world was waiting for. Yeah. He he said, I'm trying to be humble, but not be 
not be a, a bitch about this shit. I, I don't know. I, he put it differently, but that's uh, how it said, came across. He said, um, he said, I'm trying to process things without telling my like without telling myself that I'm a piece of shit for what I did. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, uh <laughs> you know, uh, you are. <laughs> you walked up on stage and slapped a grown man in the face. Then again, but then again, but then again, then again to play devil's advocate, how much shit is he going through with Jada that is like at some point he was gonna pop. I mean, I feel like oh, we all agree. I feel like <laughs> we all agree that that was feasible. But that was like, gonna happen. Yeah. But I feel like a real apology is you say, "Yeah, I, 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 I was a piece of shit for that, and yeah. I'm gonna try and be better." There's nothing wrong with admitting that you were being a piece of shit. I've said I'm a piece of shit multiple times this year. Have you? Yes. You haven't said it to me because I haven't been shitty to you. Thank you. I appreciate it. If I have, I no. You've okay. been pretty decent to me. I mean, we have a very good relationship. Okay. You haven't slapped me when I was DJ. You haven't like, walked up on into the booth and smacked me. I'm saving that for a special occasion. <laughs> uh, what if I? What if? Oh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that after show. <laughs> Wilson said I was fogged out by that point. It's all fuzzy. I reached out to Chris, and the message that came back is he's not ready to talk, and when he is, he will reach out. So I will say, you, Chris, I apologize to you. My behavior was unacceptable. I'm here whenever you're ready to talk. I didn't I, like that. I didn't like that part either. Yeah. That part, that part did not need to be in there. It right. felt like it felt like he was trying to be like, oh, it's Chris's fault that I'm not like I'm you smacked him. <laughs> I'm over here trying to be a bigger man, but he acting like a little bitch. Yeah, that's, that's like, what it sounded like. Yeah, it's like yeah, what the fuck? He didn't need to say that. And then he was like, Well, you know who I really want to apologize to? His mom. Chris's His mama. Mom. <laughs> I'm really sorry to your mama. <laughs> Wait a minute. Basically, what he said was, "I tried to be the bigger person, but Chris is a bitch." Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry to your mama that you raised the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you almost pulled the Monique. Hey. Get the, okay, so now you I have to put my brother jar because I cursed during the day. You know, I cursed during the podcast. Why are you bringing me the swear jar? Yep. Get out what? Get, go away. Of all places, Ohio. What are you, a LeBron fan? I literally had a comic do a whole set about how great it was to get the fuck out of Ohio and how it's a terrible place. Wasn't that a... What's his name? Uh, no, that was what Robert Mack was talking oh, about okay. at uh, at Silver Branch on Sunday. So, yeah. uh, shout out Robert Mack, uh, who's probably not listening. Um, uh, on but- Friday... Rock performed at a show at the Fox Theater in Atlanta. Although the 57-year-old did not mention the apology specifically, he spoke very briefly about the incident and left nothing to the imagination, especially with regard to the comparison to vengeful rap executive Suge Knight. Rock quipped, everybody's trying to be a fucking victim. If everybody claims to be a victim, then nobody will hear the real victims. Even me getting smacked by Suge Smith, I went to work the next day. I got kids. <laughs> now, here's the thing about that joke. Okay, he's been saying that joke mm-hmm. while he's been on tour. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he it was because of the Inter- apology. Right. It wasn't so so people were doing that where I hate that too. I hate mm-hmm. I hate when I hate we're 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 different journalists than that, Joey. Right. We're gonna give the full truth on that end. Um, but again, it's true. Uh Will Smith disappeared after smacking another grown man on TV. <laughs> and Chris Rock went and did a show the next day 
Like, uh, I guess I got to go do this shit. It's like, hey, anything happened to y'all this weekend? Next day, he kept doing the show that night. He yeah, didn't, he didn't break stride. He was he was frazzled. Now he he was frazzled after that smack. That smack threw him all the way to fuck now, off. I I still don't, I still contend he didn't seem like he was frazzled until uh he got the keep my wife's name out your mouth part. No, yeah, I, I think I think he didn't realize yet that he had been because Will did it so smoothly. Um, I, I couldn't even blame him for getting smacked. Like normally somebody smack you, they got to cock their hand back. But Will just walked up and did it so smoothly. I don't think he processed until Will sat down. He was like, he just really just smacked shit out of me. <laughs> well, there was that. It was one and, continuous and, movement. And he was, as, his stride was just, uh, it, it, he went, his movement was walk, walk, arm move, arm yeah. up, bow, and walk and turn away and walk the same damn way back. There's no way to <laughs> Yeah. The thing was, well, but we also read previously that he has a learning disability for nonverbal cues. So, like, uh-huh. he needed to hear the verbal cue of keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth <laughs> to realize that Will was actually angry and this wasn't a bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was, everybody still still thinks. Wait, wait, wait. He didn't register. Uh huh. You got to go back to me. He has a learning disability. Yeah. Chris Rock. Has like a learning disability where he struggles with nonverbal emotional cues. That's 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 out there. It's not. I'm not. Okay. Pulling so like, there was an article on it. But he makes people laugh for a living. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but he does it with words. He knows how to work that, but it doesn't necessarily so mean. I, if if Chris Rock were to be kicked in the dick. He mm-hmm. wouldn't process that that person didn't like him until they said, and I don't like you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying this, it goes that extreme, but he might be more confused at first about why. See, you were saying why it happened. Why? Like, I wouldn't assume, especially somebody I know, like, if Marcus comes over and kicks me in the dick, I'm going to be like, fuck you. But I'm also going to be like confused as to what motivated that. Now, prior to that, if he says, I don't fucking like you anymore, then I go, oh, okay. Then I stand so up like and start that. walking toward you. <laughs> I, you know, I think I think that's the part that's getting me is because I think after getting smacked, I'm not I'm not wondering why you did it. I'm just <laughs> there's I no just, more wondering. There's no there's no more wondering yeah. for me. Um, it is it is it is the action for me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying what I read, but uh-huh. I but and also what I saw because it seemed like he reacted to it in stride and took it he was yeah. like oh, okay man shit i mean there was a whole <laughs> second where he balled up his fist and put it away like, like uh, if you watch the video closely yeah. there's a frame where, <laughs> where, where where that hand was coming back around but he stopped himself yeah touched will in the back of the head do you <laughs> not understand life if a motherfucker could come to the dj booth and smack me and then walk off I'm running up behind him and punching him in the yeah, back of the head. You got to chase him. You got to chase him. Oh, you chase him. You're jumping on his back. So yeah, it, it's, it's going to be the worst fight in the world by two I, old like, black men. You got to put hands on him so bad that the Oscars just blatantly says no more black people. Yeah. They, they, That's exactly what would have happened. Oh, yeah. They were like, yeah, we, we disavow all I'm pretty sure it was, it was the strength of the ancestors that held Chris back. He <laughs> like, can't be do this right now. So you think Sidney Portier and... Uh, <laughs> My Andrew was like, I all like, oh, <laughs> that fist was coming out of the Not now, Chris. Not now. 
It's family business. It'll be okay. <laughs> that family business came in the back of his mind. <laughs> Just stopped that fist from coming up. <laughs> not in front of these people. Not in front of these people. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the apology again, it was, he apologized to his brother, who, from what I've heard about Tony yeah. Rock, Tony Rock is one bad conversation away from being put in jail. I don't know. <laughs> from what I've heard from other comedians about Tony Rock, it's like he's the wrong motherfucker to be adding into this conversation. Because it's like, okay, oh yeah, Tony Rock was my man. You punched his brother, you slapped his brother in the face. Yeah. So again, just to recap, he went, um, I tried to be the bigger man, Chris's bitch. Um, to your mama, you raised a bitch. Uh, and to your brother, we used to be close, but now you want to protect this bitch, so you a bitch by association. <laughs> His apology was just him cryptically calling the entire family bunch of bitches. I like that idea. That idea, though, like just the you keep apologizing to everybody next to the person you're supposed to apologize to. <laughs> I don't want because he apologized to Quest Love. I think that's a sketch. <laughs> he apologized yeah. to peripheral people. He actually, Chris you're right. He didn't, he didn't direct. Well, he did directly, but it wasn't like a direct, direct apology to Chris, but he got very direct with everybody else. Yeah. yeah. And he apologized to Jada. I was like, what the fuck? That bald bitch let you do it. No one needs to, to, to see you do that. Like, it's that's. To my, it's all performative. To now. my wife. Also, like, yeah, I like the question that he used for Jada because it was very, it was very smart. <laughs> Where did he come from, by the way? I don't know. Who <laughs> <laughs> did he post Marketing. it on? His, did he go on this, did he go on the question was like, did Jada say anything to you that made you smack him? That's such a lawyer question. Like, did did she say anything? Yeah. Did she motivate else, you to do it? Huh? No, we didn't say nothing. It was the face. <laughs> she you have a black woman look at you a certain way. But she ain't gotta say I shit. Tell you to do something. She ain't gotta say go hit him. She looked at me. Did she I don't I don't know if I follow Will Smith on Instagram. Did he post an Instagram story with a link for you to leave anonymous questions? <laughs> and, and then someone said, "Fuck Mary, kill Jada, Chris, Chris's Tony. mom." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Well, uh, do I get to fuck and murder, or?" <laughs> that's right. That's right. Side dude. <laughs> side oh. side piece, Mary. Fucking. <laughs> fuck fuck Mary is slapped. I got to pick. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Mary is slapped. Well, he's slapping Jada next time. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. He wanted to that night. I don't, I, I don't see anything in him that says he wants to be with Jada, Jada Pinkett. Uh, and she is vice versa. I don't know why there's the... Like, maybe that's just the love that I'll never understand, hopefully. But like that... <laughs> Thank you. That that's just, what love is. I don't want it. God damn it. I want to be alone. I don't know what's worse. <laughs> them or Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. It seems like it's all bad. They weren't in love. They were they, Were they? Johnny Depp wanted to fuck. And Amber Heard was young. She he didn't want to love her. Oh, okay. She yeah. shit in his bed. <laughs> and I think Jada shit in Will's bed too, on Will's side of the bed, too. No, no, no. Jada, Amber shat in Johnny's bed. Jada's just shitting on Will's life. Like <laughs> <laughs> Jada shat on Will's side of the bed and then and drew a painting of Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> 
with, while keeping him on a leash. Yeah. <laughs> he was still in the bed, actually. He, just... he was still in the bed. It just shit on him yeah. in the bed. Oh, God. Oh, damn. That went dark. Dark, dark. Brown. Yeah, All right, Joey. What uh, else is next? I guess darker. Uh, on Monday, a 27-year-old Instagram model, uh, Gina2, revealed on social media her experience navigating her AIDS diagnosis. She has received an outpouring of love since the announcement. The model has been linked to celebrities like Nick Cannon, Dave East, and Chris Brown, however refuses to expose those she's been with sexually. Nick Cannon. <laughs> well, if they had sex with her, I'm sure they got tested already. No, I, don't know why this, I don't know why this is a story. Like, she's got AIDS. No, no, yeah, no, it's it's Nick Cannon. I don't I of I... <laughs> everybody's Nick Cannon. It's, it's not him, it's AIDS. She goes on to say that doctors estimated she'd be living with the virus for about eight to ten years due to the gravity of her body's deterioration to the point of death. Well, good luck. I don't I don't know what to say in situations like this, Joey. I don't know if good luck is the right thing though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm, I'm sorry she's going through that. So she has she's had AIDS for years, and then well, she was distracted from somebody that she slept with. She was living in New York City, homeless, and she did get raped a couple of times. Not something she likes to talk about. Uh, she said she also has a couple free tattoos, so it could have been a dirty needle. I don't know. Do I know those people? No. Did I say anything when those things happened? No, because I was naive and I was stupid and I was young. But again. Just because the reason this story is a story because mm -hmm. of those names you mentioned at the beginning. Mm -hmm. She just okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm I know how I'm sounding. I know it sounds. It's gonna sound like shit. But she's just another chick with AIDS. Oh damn! In the grand scheme of things, I'm not. I'm not being harsh or, or saying she doesn't count or matter. But again, because she was linked to those celebrities, now she's a deal. Yeah, I mean, I, celebrities put a a a, a sense of like, a, they have a spotlight that at any time that you sleep with them, that spotlight gets shared to you. Remember that as big girl that said Usher gave her herpes, <laughs> and she was famous oh. for about a half a damn week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I misread this headline really <laughs> badly. Okay, please read because. It it says Instagram model connected to Nick Cannon, comma. Chris Brown says she had AIDS for eight to ten years. That's different. <laughs> yeah, it is different. That's what I thought it said because there's no comma after Chris Brown. So I thought Chris Brown was just outing her. Because that would be funny. This is just sad. <laughs> I mean, it would been sad. But it's still fun. It's just funny that Chris Brown's calling her out on it. Now she got it. Just to fuck with Nick Cannon. Like that is a story <laughs> that would have been we would have been able to laugh about. Oh, oh man, that's, Nick that's, Cannon got fifty kids and AIDS. <laughs> All them kids got AIDS. Damn, yeah. damn, man, that ain't great. Calls that you gotta make. You know, Nick has never worn a condom. True. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this this story, Joey. No, uh, this was a little different, this man. Is a mistake. This, this is, <laughs> now, all right, next next topic. 
We need we need a legal team to to vet these topics. We got to get in touch with the Dak Comedy legal team. <laughs> See if we could vet these next time. Uh, speaking Joey. of viruses, uh, <laughs> what? Monkeypox. I don't know. Okay. Uh, public service announcement: It can survive for weeks in water and on refrigerated food. I don't know what it is about monkeypox, but it sounds racist. It does. It feels, it feels to me like it's racist. It's like it's like it's it's the pox I got from them niggas. It's the monkeypox. I don't know why does it why does it sound that way to you? It, 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 it sounds like the scientists were trying to name it. And they said, "Well, we're just gonna call it Nick uh, M- Monkey Monkeypox." Monkey. <laughs> Monkey pox, that's what it is. It, did it did that name stick because it's endemic to West and Central Africa? Let's see, it, it was supposed to be nigger pox. It was. It was it was. It was supposed to be, but then they were like, we gotta be politically <sighs> correct on this. I guess let's call it we could call it darky pox. <laughs> what it would will darky pox I'm work? still trying to understand. I thought this was an STD. Monkey box? Yeah. No, no, no. This is COVID, uh, brother. This COVID little brother. Well, fuck. Yeah. But it's actually chicken pox, older brother. You know what's fucked up though? Uh, human humans really don't learn because everybody's <laughs> joking about it again. Last time we joked about a virus. That's how we joked about a virus. It shut the uh, damn world down for three yeah. years. We, we got to learn to stop. <laughs> How long the virus can live on surfaces? There's going to be comedy shows near me at home. CDC <laughs> said investigators found the live virus 15 days after a patient's home was left unoccupied, according to one study. CDC also said pox viruses like monkeypox could survive in linens, clothing, and surfaces particularly well in dark, cool, dry environments. Porous materials like bedding and clothing may harbor live viruses for longer than non-porous materials like plastic, glass, or metal. Okay, where did, where did, other closely related orthopox viruses can survive in a household like environment for months? Yeah, I do. I do gotta ask, did you? It's related to monkeypox. Um, have you heard about the monkeys in Japan? Oh, the ones that snatching motherfuckers, yeah, they're just attacking, yeah, they're people. Just attacking they, people, they out there murking people, they're looking in windows too. That's the crazy part, they like they watching us. Yeah. It's Planet of the Apes. We we are we are devolving into Planet of the Apes. So we got monkeys just attacking people, monkey pox, um, and Will Smith. Like I don't know what's happening right now. With, we got you know. monkeys, okay. we got pox, so and we got two pox. The virus can also <laughs> spread by direct contact with the rash it causes, contact with the body with bodily fluids, contact with respiratory secretions, and intimate contact like sex, kissing, hugging, and prolonged face to face contact. Are people just putting their faces together now? Or just rubbing our noses together? What's what is that? I can, you, I can see how you thought it was an STD. Yeah, don't don't rub your face in a box. No box rubbing. Yeah. You're gonna get Pregnant the box. women can spread the virus to the fetus. Well, shit. That, well, they always can. What if I don't? Pregnant women are giving babies COVID. I, pregnant women, pregnant women give babies all everything that happens to them. So I, that, that's not a new revelation. That's that's. that's... I, I mean, it, it, it sucks, <laughs> but the baby is inside of them. So whatever you got, you given inside of you. I don't, I don't know how to. So if it's related to chicken pox, what if you've had the vaccine for chicken? Need the monkey one though. Oh, so still you still can get the other. It doesn't make you resist. Because remember, we need we had a small pox one and we have a chicken pox one now. Are those two actually related? Small. Yeah, that's from midgets. 
I thought smallpox was like the wait, one they wait. had. It's, it's the blankets they gave the Indians. <laughs> Go back. That's what I learned. Huh? What was that? Smallpox is from where? From midgets. I, okay. <laughs> All right, it's, 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 it's the reason we, we, we're so we mean get, to Mitch. We're going to get canceled because <laughs> of our lack of knowledge about smallpox. Peter Dinklage is going to cancel us. <laughs> I thought it came from blankets that you give to Native Americans. No. That was how damn. <laughs> Joey talk about colonialism. God damn, Joey. Joey. I mean, that's the only time I've really heard smallpox brought up. Smallpox, smallpox was eradicated because it was it was it was initially in the the dark ages of Europe. It sounds like most of these could be eradicated by people washing their fucking hands. <laughs> <laughs> everything can be everything can be taken care of. Use antibacterial soap and wash your fucking hands. Not even antibacterial. Just wash yeah. your fucking hands. Yeah, you I use Dove. Like you could wash your hands with just running water. And that gets rid of like 70% of the shit in the first place. Yeah, true. I mean, I mean, hey, wash your damn hands. We, we've we been talking about washing your hands for three years. Oh, I heard a PS. I don't know if it's a PSA. Did you know that um, the uh, WPGC 95.5 is doing this thing now where they go to break and then they say, I'm going to wash my hands for this whole commercial. And then they go to... <laughs> <laughs> Like is that the new COVID sounder for their breaks? I don't know why it wasn't like they didn't provide any other context. It's just how they go to break now. Oh wow! I'm gonna go wash my hands. I'm gonna go wash my hands for this whole. Well, you're supposed to wash it for thirty. Wash your hands for thirty seconds. An average break is thirty seconds. So I mean, hey, uh, they might have a thing. All right, Joe, you have to go. I gotta go to the bathroom. Take care. Uh, What's next? Talk about so. An Ohio man quit his job as a teacher after six years to work at a Walmart because it pays $12,000 more per year. God damn. I just, I, uh, I don't, I, I struggle with the idea that Walmart's the hero here. I don't <laughs> like, weren't they known at one point for not paying people? Yeah. Yeah. But you know, teachers got pay so much less. Pay than anybody i feel like has it just gotten to the point where like our like it's not even a teacher union issue it's just that like people have soured on public education to the point where just yeah i mean i'm probably not the best person to talk to about this given i've dropped out of college so i'm not supporting the system anymore (laughs) (laughs) when i was there my teachers worked their butt off to be paid less than minimum wage uh and i I remember rallies um, like the teachers were trying to like within my school, were trying to unionize and rally to get some more money. Um, but if they could have just went to Walmart, uh, I think I think that's a smart move. So it says he worked in education for five and a half years, first as a reading tutor and then as a second grade teacher. Last year, he made forty three thousand dollars teaching at Ohio's Stark County. Meanwhile, he said he'll make $55,000 a year before bonuses at a Walmart in Massillon, Ohio. This is how idiocracy starts. Bonuses? That's just bonuses? What the fuck is he doing at Walmart? What is his job at Walmart? I don't know. He's, he's not a, a cashier. Oh, he's a stocking two coach, whatever that means. Oh, he's a manager. 
Is that what a stocking two coach is? Yeah, he's he's a lead. Just make sure he's. It says includes ensuring delivery trucks are unloaded. He's a lead at Walmart. Come the fuck on, dude. Yeah, yeah that, that, the way the article was written made it sound like he just. Yeah, he's like he's a stocker. Like he's a damn bagger or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, still though. No, okay. I mean, no. If you're, fuck, fuck you, Joey. I work retail. Don't do that. I'm not, but like, <laughs> don't do fucking. You gotta that. admit. That like managing boxes getting off a truck versus managing getting kids off a bus, those two aren't the same thing. Yeah, they are. Those boxes run around with sticky hands. I feel like that alone earns you a ten thousand dollar (laughs) book. Just dealing with wild creatures with sticky hands. Dealing with people all day deserves all the money in the world. Right, dealing with the people of Walmart deserves you all the money in the world. Dealing in retail, retail employees. You know what I found out during the pandemic, Joey? Mm. Know who's not essential? Teachers. Because they outsourced their whole job to parents during the whole goddamn pandemic. Mm. And then they put all their all their work on a computer. And now the kids don't even learn anything in school. They just go on a computer and watch YouTube videos. That's that's not true. We also watch Netflix. Thank you. See, <laughs> this is the this is the most this is this is the the kink the chink uh, is it chink or kink? Oh, you know, you know COVID, COVID was the best thing to happen in my school career. Really? Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you graduated. You graduated at the beginning of COVID, right? Twenty twenty one. I graduated. Yep. Twenty twenty one. Okay, so you were right in dead center. So you yeah, had a, yeah. you had the year to, to think about it. So. Because we never interviewed anybody that went to school during COVID, Joey. This is true. So, 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 how was how how was school better for you in COVID? Um, there you was saw before, and you see, you, it's amazing that we've accidentally happened upon two subject matter experts for this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it became like it, it the beginning of it. No one knew what they were doing, but once we found a rhythm. It, it became kind of like just logging into a job instead of school uh, and, and by a job. I mean, one that didn't pay you, so you don't care about uh, mm-hmm. meaning I, you really didn't need to pay attention. You, mm-hmm. didn't, you didn't need to do anything extraordinary. No effort or energy was put into it. Uh, you just I mean, they try to enforce the rules, but it's like, what are they going to do? Here's a secret. The pay doesn't make all that much difference. Yeah. Most people get paid and still don't give a fuck. Yeah. See, but see, but I was I was thinking about it because like like with the rules of school and stuff. Like I remember when they first told everybody that they were gonna do virtual. Mm-hmm. First off, first off, most uncovid safe thing to do was have us all stand in line to get these damn computers. Have all the parents go up to the school and stand in line to get these goddamn computers. Now we get them home, and they're like, "Hey, okay, so we're gonna have a back to school night for and give you the rules for COVID." And they're like, yeah, the kids can't be in pajamas. So now I gotta go buy uniforms for this motherfucker to sit in my house. Yeah, yeah, I was. I didn't know those uniforms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. New Gallant didn't have uniforms. Yeah, no, there's no uniforms. Mm-hmm. I don't so, even know if we have a mascot. Duke Ellington. <laughs> I would think he would be your best. We that's our yeah that's the phase we like we don't have a thing that if you go to a, like one of our celebrations you won't see anybody come out in costume and. We don't have anything. 
Y'all have teams? Duke Ellington costume. Yeah, we have a track team. Oh, you have a track team. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think. (laughs) (laughs) We got a whole football team. It's like, huh? (laughs) The football thespians? I didn't. You got dancing with Grangetan over everybody. (laughs) But yeah, like that teacher, I understand exactly what that teacher's saying. Because again, you know what job is recession proof? What retail? Yeah, every retail job is recession proof except for except for clothes. Uh, actually, all those stores are now back open. We're open faster than anything else. Oh yeah. So like never all closed. All retail jobs are the ones that you need to have in the future. But then we we told everyone that they sucked. So now we get the bottom of the goddamn barrel when we're trying to hire people. Yeah, well, I mean, also companies don't want to pay for customer service because they feel it as a, a like necessary evil. Like they have to spend money on it, but it doesn't make the money, so they never want to invest in it. Our company does. They they yell at me enough about it. <laughs> they yell at us about <sighs> customer service. They may, you may not think you're getting good customer service, but you're getting the best that we could get you. <laughs> I'm not debating that. You better take this customer service. I'm just saying it's not well invested in. Uh, what else is going on, Joe? Uh, uh, speaking of jobs that don't go away, the NFL. The NFL uh, <laughs> has decided that uh, the uh, Miami Dolphins are full of shit. Uh, well, that's none. That's that's uh, not up for debate. Uh, I've all, I've never liked the Dolphins. So they've been uh, hit with uh, some heavy fines. So and we talked a couple months ago about the racism allegations of uh by the former coach brian flores yes well uh turned out that uh there was more to why he might have been let go okay what was he what was the, what was the whole scheme so the dolphins were on a have been now they are being uh found guilty of this of tampering uh they had impermissible communications with top quarterback tom brady in 2019 and 20 while he was under contract to the new england patriots those communications began as early as august 2019 and continued throughout the 2019 season and postseason these numerous and detailed discussions were conducted by mr beal who in turn kept mr ross and other dolphins executives informed of his discussions with brady Two, the dolphins again had impermissible communications with both mr brady and his agent during and after the 2021 season while he was under contract to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Those discussions began no later than early December 2021 and focused on Mr. Brady becoming a limited partner in the Dolphins and possibly serving as a football executive, although at times they also included the possibility of his playing for the Dolphins. How would he play? Yeah. I've never heard that before. Because it's the only way that that they're going to get him to play for the Dolphins is to give him ownership of the team. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's how desperate the fucking dolphins are. They were willing to sell a part of their company to Tom Brady, so he. Like, it sounds like Madden. It's just, it's just, you can't it's, even do that in Madden. That's the crazy part. Well, you can. Wait, so there's, there's you can. More. You just gotta create. You create a player, and then you put him on your team that you own on franchise mode. That's still not the same thing. Well, if you if you're both named Marcus Coleman, it does. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. Did I say I did that on Matt? Shit. In January 2022, the Dolphins had impermissible communications with Don Yee, the agent for New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton. After having Mr. Payton serve as Miami's head coach, 
about having Mr. Payton serve as Miami's head coach. Miami did not seek consent from New Orleans to have these discussions, which occurred before Coach Payton announced his decision to, quote-unquote, retire as head coach of the Saints. Following that announcement, Miami requested permission to speak to Coach Payton for the first time, which New Orleans declined to grant. They got caught with stealing the whole cookie jar. (laughs) (laughs) Dressed in black and white, those old burglars. A spotlight just got to shine right on them. And that's the funny part is like we knew something something was up when Brady retired and Sean Payton randomly retired. Have they said? Have they released any public statements about it yet? But either either one of them, no. This just dropped today. This is yeah, pretty okay. fresh. All right, no, that's. <laughs> I, I want I want to see what they're going to say to try to get out of it. We ain't do that. I don't think they can. They're getting hit with. <laughs> They already lost their first round pick for next year and a couple others. So they're getting hit pretty hard. I see where you picks from them. Yeah. They about to get Tom Brady. NFL stripped the Dolphins of their first 2020. Tom Brady's back with the Buccaneers because they got caught. Oh. That's why he he unretired. They stripped the Dolphins of their 2023 first round draft pick in 2024 third round pick for violating the integrity of the game. Dolphins, so they took a third round pick from him? A first a first round in 2023 and a third in 2024. Also, Dolphins owner Stephen Ross also suspended through October 17th and fined $1.5 million. How do you suspend an owner <laughs> of a team? Don't show up to that stadium you own. <laughs> Don't show up. If you talk to that team, then you got to pay. Then I talk to that team you're paying. <laughs> you better not let them cash them checks. Well, <laughs> oh. be poor. How about that? <laughs> oh my god, this is a weird situation, dude. Like, like I would expect this from you know what? I would expect all this where I would expect this to happen. New England. I, like I would like like when you say the dolphins, I go, okay, it's understandable, it's Florida. Yeah. But it's it seems more New England style. I need you to to read this private chat message I just got from Alex. Because I can't do it out loud. <laughs> where is it? Where is that? It's in the private chat. Uh, where is that? In, in, I, I said, you, you need me to read it? Go ahead. Just saw a nigga order banana pudding at a bodega. I back the fuck up. Might be monkeypox, allegedly. <laughs> Damn it, Alex. <laughs> This is the kind of things I get, messages I get on a daily basis. Uh, well, at least he's watching the podcast. That's good. Yeah. That's, that's, thank yeah. you, Alex, for watching the podcast. Thank you for sharing that that story. I'm glad you're avoiding strange <laughs> banana pudding. Strange banana pudding. From bodegas <laughs> in New York. There's a lot of layers of things I wouldn't trust there. I didn't realize that. I, you add those three. You know, I, I probably wouldn't trust uh, trust banana pudding in general. Mm-hmm. I definitely wouldn't trust it at a bodega. I definitely wouldn't trust it at a New York bodega. <laughs> uh, that maybe this, that's Southern bodega that, that everyone goes to to get their soda, the collard greens. It's nine thirty at night. Who's ordering banana pudding? <laughs> <laughs> Psychopath. Ah, <laughs> uh, New Yorkers. Uh, what else going on in the world, Joe? Go out on a sweet note. Yeah, let's. let's 
Candy Funhouse, an online retailer of confectionery treats from chocolate bars to gummies and licorice, is hiring for a $78,000 a year, that's $100,000 Canadian, work-from-home job as its chief candy officer. Duties include leading candy board meetings, being the head taste tester, and, quote, all things fun. What kind of bullshit is this? <laughs> you know, that's that's job. I started that's to quote him. Is Canada a real place? Because all this sounds like some fairy tale bullshit. That's dumb. That's you, you know how dumb it is. I feel like you should send me the link to that job. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah. I think you should send that over to the chat. I feel like the person who wrote that quote was like was an actual cartoon unicorn. Like it was <laughs> no, whoever wrote that was pissed because they're like, there's some minimum wage paid reporter. Like these motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, Your article said. Stupid, dumb, dumb head gets job tasting candy. <laughs> no, duties include the duties that it were included are all in quotes. So <laughs> the candy board meeting and the head taste tester and all things fun. That is direct from the posting. Uh so where is this posting at? God damn it. Several thousand candidates oh. have already applied for the position, which was posted on LinkedIn July. Oh, here's the link. It's on LinkedIn. Does this not sound like kidnapping to anyone else? <laughs> it does. Like, it sounds like Willy Wonka, and then you just take everything. <laughs> this is how Willy Wonka gets all them kids in the damn chocolate factory. I'm about it's to Willy Wonka for a diet right now. It is. It is uh, R. Kelly in the chocolate factory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Willie said, "Come on, I pay you. I pay you." Oh, <laughs> uh, so so you you about to quit your job, Joey? Uh, no, I'm just gonna pick up another one because I already work from home. I can't, I can't like work another job and taste test candy at the same time. I want the job though, Joey. Well, the, can I be the key, CFO? Get your LinkedIn together. My LinkedIn is up. I just need the link so I can get in there. My <laughs> LinkedIn is up to date. As soon as I'm done applying. See, this is the bullshit that I'm talking about, Joey. You're trying to quit the Dot Comedy Podcast. I know what I know what you're trying to Damn do. Damn it, I can't remember my password. <laughs> <laughs> Come neither, on, Google. Neither can anybody else. That's why LinkedIn's on my phone, so I can just I can just quick apply for shit. Oh man, but anything else going on in the world, man? Shit. Uh, huge solar eruptions are likely to impact Earth. NASA says. Well, last time we had a solar eruption that that impacted Earth, didn't it, like blow up the telegraphs. <laughs> what? Like the last time one hit us, the telegraphs. Yeah, the telegraph in 1905. Yes. <laughs> No, no, no bullshit. I'm not lying about the shit. I don't know where you got that data from. Uh, to History Channel said the sun is getting very active and that could cause problems here on Earth. Space Agency warned the activity, excuse me, the activity level of the sun is quickly ramped up. He said the solar cycle is not at its peak and is already exceeding expectations. Scientists expect to see more solar flares and solar eruptions that could impact radio communications, navigation signals, and electric power grids on Earth. The increase in activity also could pose risks to spacecraft and astronauts, impact GPS signals, and even create concerns about flight crew and passenger health on airplanes. Here's here's the Carrington event, Joey LaFaro, since you don't want to believe me. The Carrington event was, an ex was the most intense geomagnetic storm in recorded history, peaking at, peaking from uh, 1 to 2 September 1859 during so the solar cycle 10. It created strong auroras, aurora, aureolas, aureolas. <laughs> strong aureolas, aureolas. Space, 
Strong space nipples. <laughs> display areolar displays that were reported globally and caused sparking and even fires in multiple telegraph stations. I know I, I watch the History Channel for a fucking reason, Joey LaFaro. I'm trying to make sure that this shit don't happen a second time. So I'm gonna mm. shut down the grid when they tell me the storm coming. I gotta I gotta flip the switch in the back. Well, so they'll burn out my TV. I don't think it's gonna be one storm. They're saying that this is gonna increase until 2025. Well, what? Okay, we'll get your prayers together. That means the globalist warmed will be coming soon. <laughs> yes. Uh, All the water gonna be in the air. I need uh, I, I need to get successful before then. Okay. I'm, go- I'm going underground nah. if uh, necessary. No, nah, I'm going to wait until the market crashes and then rise from the ashes like a phoenix. I'm going to start collecting water right now so I can sell it when it's all gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nestle. <laughs> uh, Jesus, this is going to uh, be bad, man. Mm-hmm. If, we, if we got stuck with solar storms and then all these bad weather, all the bad weather that comes on Earth as it is. Yeah, we don't even have Lieutenant O'Hara to navigate it all anymore. Oh. Man, uh, Nichelle Nichols has passed away at age 89. Damn, she ain't died of COVID, did she? Uh, natural causes, natural causes. Okay, that's good. That's good. I mean, it's not good that she's dead, no, but you know, I'm saying of the ways to go, but that's yeah, yeah, that's the good one, yeah. She, she made. I don't know what that. That is weird to say though. Like if you when you say it like that, it's like that sounds off. I don't know why, but it is true. Isn't that like you ain't lying about it? But it just feels wrong to say. She looked good too. She looked good. Oh yeah, yeah. she looked good. Like last year when I saw her. Oh yeah, she looked great. Yeah, man. Black don't crack, Joey. At all. It's never been in question. And white. Ain't right. That was, that was a hate crime. That was that was, <laughs> was unnecessary. Just mean for no reason. I mean, I don't disagree. I'm just confused. It just seemed like an unnecessary shot at a at a white people at white people. Yeah. I, I mean, I take I have to take those every now and again. Okay. For all the unnecessary shots white people took at black people over the years. I mean, randomly. Fuck white people. <laughs> I mean, I usually wait for there to be a, uh, like you know, I, I take my shots at at them too, but I usually wait for there to be some sort of trigger activity. Yeah, I can see that. Like when a guy named Guy Reffitt, uh, <laughs> who brought a gun to the Capitol on January sixth, only gets eighty-seven months in prison. Okay, but he he didn't do anything though. He didn't shoot For nobody. Treason. He didn't shoot nobody. Wait, hold up. Say it again. Say it. Let me read the headline to me one more time. It says Guy Reffitt, a Texas man who brought gun to Capitol on January 6th, sentenced to 87 months in prison. I mean, yeah, that's that seems that seems fair. That seems right, Joey. I don't know. You you you're 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 parting a whole lot on this treason thing, Joey. He's a member of the far right militia group, the Texas Three Percenters. Oh. He was the first defendant to stand trial on charges stemming from the attack. He was found guilty in March of five criminal counts, including obstructing Congress certification of President Biden's Electoral College win. Treason! Yeah, and 87 
87 months, 87 months. I can, I can understand. This is like the opposite of when you like put the 99 cents on some shit to make it sound cheaper. You're adding numbers to make me think that it's appropriate, but it's not. It is. If your prison sentence is counted in months and you committed treason, it's not long enough. How many years do you think you should have got, Joey? At minimum, 25. Damn. 25 years, Joey? For threatening democracy. For saying, fuck all y'all votes. I want this. He did say fuck. And I'm going to bring a gun to get what I want because I'm a fat baby doo-doo head who doesn't know how to fucking accept fucking reality and just wait four years and vote again. Did you see the did you see the video of Trump? He can suck every dick. Yeah. I hope he ca- catches 25 years worth of dick while he's in there. Wow. That's a lot of dick. Yep. Yeah, no, that's that's how I feel about it. I'm not speaking yeah. from experience, but that you, you ain't gonna walk right after that. That's, no. that's too much dick. There, I I'm just saying there needs to be a deterrent factor so that this doesn't happen again. And 87 years doesn't seem that's not even two presidential terms. So he'll be out by the time Hunter Biden is up. <laughs> What? It's president of the United States. We don't live in a fucking. <laughs> it's not a monarchy. Well, George, I'd be a lot more concerned about about our president if Hunter if it like was a monarchy and we had to deal with uh, Nero taking over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus! It, 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 here's the thing, Joey. Hmm. Um, he got what we knew he was going to get, hmm. which is a slap on the wrist. Uh, this is not new to us. When I say us, I mean people of, of brown hue. Uh, white There's people, white people get to do what they want to do in this country. They walked in the Capitol first and foremost, yeah. and only two got shot. Mm-hmm. And I think they got shot by accident. That's not in question. <laughs> so I'm saying y'all are inviting this to happen again. That's what I'm saying. Who's y'all? White people. Well, yeah. It's y'all you speak it up, but yeah, I mean, white people. <laughs> They expected to have. They knew it was going to happen. Their guy did it. Trump made it happen. He was like, "Hey, you know what? We're going to storm the Capitol. I mean, we take it where." I mean, prosecutors are only. This is how I know they're full of shit. The prosecutors only were seeking fifteen years. Everybody knows you had to bid up. They should have gone for thirty-five. Then they negotiated down to twenty-five, and then we would all feel better about this shit because then it's like a quarter of your life is gone. Ha ha, you're dumb. But now, but only like serve. Seven, seven years, that ain't... Mm, you're only going to serve like 20% That ain't even of a that. decade. You're only going to serve 20% of that. Yeah, exactly. You ain't going to serve that whole thing. You ain't going to serve that whole thing. I, I think right now they're giving us a half-measure justice and hoping that it's enough to quell any rebellion or anger or whatever. But, the, but they're quelling the rebellion and behavior from the wrong people. Yeah. Like, that's not that's there's only one side that's like not that's trying like texas is still trying to secede from the union and <laughs> and over what exactly the election they, they 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 want their racism and election back they want to be who they want to be down in texas and it's just baffling to me because it's like hey let's not acknowledge that half the country thinks the opposite of what we do like there's no at no point does that enter anyone's mind that half or more of the people don't agree with the same thing. 
And I think that goes both ways. It's like, we shouldn't be like assuming that, oh, well, it should only be one way. Because one way is is a failing grade. No matter who wins. Yeah, true. 50 percent a failing grade. I remember that. I didn't get a lot of them because I would get my ass kicked and can't kick. pass with a couple of them. I'm I'm yeah. so, you can I'm pass so. with a 59. I, I I know that for certain. <laughs> In what class? Home ec? <laughs> no, they got this new they got this oh, new program. Like, <laughs> but you didn't but you but you didn't burn anything down. So we're gonna pass you. We're not we're, you didn't put salt in anything, but we're gonna pass you anyway. Uh but I mean Joey, it, it's it's how America works. I'm moving to Canada so I can take Canada <laughs> for a living. That's what I'm gonna do. I just applied. I just applied. Great, your application is sent to Candy Funhouse. Damn it! <laughs> no. And if they don't hire me, I'm I'm call racist. Yeah. And then Unless I'm, I get the job, uh, in which case, then I'm gonna say they got a voice voice uh, prejudice. <laughs> Yes. Like, your, your voice sounds a little more masculine than mine, so they picked I will, you. I will talk whatever way they want me to talk. I don't. I don't see. See, the, the problem with a lot of people is that they're they go against their morals and they lose their way. And but when you don't have any, you know. <laughs> <laughs> see, it's easy to get back the right way. I know. I know how it is, man. Oh man, anything else going on in the world, Joe? I'm having a really hard time applying for this job. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember my Google password to get in, and now it wants me to log in with my uh, two-step verification. My cell phone's turned off. So <laughs> <laughs> you're just having a rough time. I'm having today. a rough time. I'm having. I'm in the fields. I don't know. How, I don't know how to. I don't know how to. I don't know how to get out of this. It was Keenan's fault. It's all Keenan's <laughs> fault. Directing all my rage at Keenan. Oh my goodness! Jesus, Keenan is an American treasure. He is a he is a well built magnet for <laughs> rage. Oh man! But that's it for us, man. I think that's it for us. Oh man! Unless you want to talk about uh, Beyonce, but I feel like that's a one way path to uh, getting attacked by the beehive. I'm not getting attacked by the beehive. I'm in the beehive. Baby. I didn't bring an epipen. So All hail like, to the queen! <laughs> Sitting on that goddamn unicorn. I, I see. I seen the pictures. B. You, you doing it? I don't know any other song, but I know that one. Which one? You won't break my soul, whatever she was saying. <laughs> I'm not trying to break her soul, baby. <laughs> I don't think I've heard any you ever seen her? You ever heard her new stuff? No. She did it with Drake did. It made a bunch of dance songs. Oh, no. I mean, that's fine. Drake Is that the new wave? That's the new wave. I'll, I'll just stop working on my album right now. That's the new wave. Yeah, they they make dance. You make a dance uh, album. That yeah, way you can get played in the clubs all the time. That's what I get. I was trying to rap. That <laughs> Elevator fusion music. <laughs> yes. For I don't know what group. I don't he know made the group. millennial office music. That's what Drake made. He made millennial millennial <laughs> office manager music. Like He made what you play in the background at millennial <laughs> office. It's, it's the entrance music for, for characters on the office. They walk in. Oh man, they, all the songs should have been named after characters. <laughs> hey, y'all hear Dwight Shrink yet? <laughs> no, man, I'm still on gym. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we got to hit on Joey. It's been fun. It's been real, man. Yeah, man. Hey, McGa uh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Hour and 40 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was the cough that was stuck in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Miguel, tell them where they can find you, man. Again, my Instagram is Mr. Exum, M-R-E-X-U-M. But you can also see me at comic uh, at David Balagizzi and Company's mic, open mic at um, the Galactic Panther. Uh, you can also see me possibly at comedy shows near you. I don't know. We'll see. Also, man, yeah, we definitely going to try to get you in there, man. Joey. Uh, actually, and if not, then you'll see me on the streets working. Um, <laughs> be there next week at August 11th. Okay. Slinging dick if you're slinging jokes. That's right. I remember that. You want them. If you miss our fantastic lineup this week, August 4th, I'm hosting Holly Logan's coming in from LA. Anthony Oaks is featuring. Sunny Sarosh is back. She's opening. And then we also got friend of the podcast, Niggs Rodriguez, coming in. It's going to be awesome. And uh, another guest spot for Robert Schneider, who's a local. Okay. uh, funny man out here too so it's a stacked lineup this week and then we're doing it all over again yet next week with mikhail with carmia weinrob who's also been on the podcast oh yeah carmia and uh headline there stacy carver so that's going to be another fun good one. man should be a good episode good week man come out folks come out to comedy shows near me you see dj marcus in the back you want you want a song played by the DJ? Just go up and ask, man. It's not it's not a, it's not a hard thing for me to do. I may not be able to find it, but I, I'll be able to play it at some point. And like you know, it's like two weeks from now when I download it. Um, but hey, I'm a good DJ. I believe so. So come on back, man. Come on out to comedy shows near me this week every Thursday at McGinty's Public House in downtown Silver Spring. I am DJ Marcus for Joey Lafaro, Candace August. We are the Dot Comedy family, and we will see you next time with more fun and more thrills on me. That comedy podcast. I can go put some pants on now. <laughs>